0: Welcome back to Technotopia, the podcast about a better future. I'm John Biggs. Today on the show, we have Tahar Vaz. He's a economist and thinker. This is Technotopia. This episode of Technotopia is sponsored by CheapTranscription.io. Cheap Transcription offers 10 cent per minute transcription using our happy robots or 85 cents per minute using our human assistance. Cheap Transcription.io is cheaper and faster than everyone else. CheapTranscription.io. Welcome back to Techtopia, the podcast about a better future. I'm John Biggs. Today on the show we have Taha Meli Arvas. He's an economist. Uh, you're you're over in Syracuse, right? Or are you in? Uh, or, or you're a Syracuse native?
1: I am from Syracuse, but I'm in Istanbul, Turkey right now. Oh man, uh, so a tra- transatlantic uh, <laughs> podcast right now. That's right.
0: Yeah, how's how's uh, how's Turkey right now?
1: It's good. It's good. The weather very nice. I'm looking out at the at the ocean as we speak. It's beautiful. It's uh, you know, Friday afternoon, so all is well.
0: Yeah, that sounds all right. So, uh, so you're an economist. Let's uh, let's figure out right. what's going to happen. Uh, what's going to happen to us? Are our robots going to replace our jobs? Are we going to be using Bitcoin? Uh, are we all going to go? Uh, <laughs> are we going to fall into a to an anarchic uh, penury that that will destroy us all? Uh, what's what's your take on that?
1: Right. So, I get a similar question. Uh, I get this question or something similar like ten, twenty times a day. Uh, people want to know where to put put their money, and I always tell them, um, if I knew, uh, you know, for certain, I would sell my shirt and my car and my house, and you know, j- just wait, invest it all, leverage, you know, and wait for that to, to come to fruition. Uh, the short answer is, no one really knows. Obviously, um, for cryptocurrencies, just a quick quick take on that. You know, I think uh, I think th- it's going to happen, but I don't think any of the current cryptocurrencies is going to make it. Um, uh, so that, that's, that's like my two cents and hmm. you know, we can get into that if you want. Yeah. No, let's, yeah, let's
0: get into it. You don't think, uh, you don't think the current, the current crop are going to make it. What's, what's, what will we'll make yeah, it?
1: I, so, I mean, good question. I, I don't think we know we, we have yet to see the one that will make it. That's, that's the one thing. Um, because, uh, and obviously for, if I'm, if I'm getting this wrong or let me know, uh, if you have more than half of the network, if you control more than half of the network, then, uh, you control the currency, right? That's. Isn't that the the gist of it? Like, if you obviously, you know, hundred thousand people are, are you know are keeping a log, then if you have you know fifty point one percent of those logs, then then it's at your mercy. Is this correct, or what, what do you think about that? Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, I think that's I think that's how it was kind of built in uh, with the system. I think that's, I think it's a little harder to do uh, because it's fairly easy to spin up nodes that sort of thing. So it's kind of like right. a uh, it's you're you're constantly chasing that. Um, right. So the, so, I
1: mean,
0: in in yeah. terms of a distributed ledger specifically, yeah, absolutely. It's, that's that's uh, that's that technology is a little bit dangerous, uh, but right, there are right. other there are other ways to do the uh, to do the to ensure that you're uh, that you, no one person runs the whole show.
1: Right, right. So I mean, uh, the gist of it, it, it my take is the one thing that economists always look at that I'm always talking about it is when, when I would talk about a currency, whether it be a cryptocurrency or anything else is uh how volatile is this currency and that that's the one thing that has yet to to uh stabilize in any of these currencies uh you know someone was telling me about how you know uh, ethereum was the future uh, about a year and a half ago and they did all this research and you know jp morgan chase is backing it and george soros is gonna invest 100 million dollars and all these things right um and i said great you know when those things happen then we'll know about it, and and we'll then I will we'll talk about it. But all of these things, Overstock. I don't know if, you, if you've been following that. There's you know Overstock had this thing where they they said they were going to get 100 million from George Soros and you know, the future and all this stuff. But these are all just you know headlines, and none of those things came to fruition. And mm-hmm. I was a good friend of mine. He invested all of his life savings, like a hundred thousand uh, uh, dollars plus, and he works he, he works at a nine to five. He's you know. It's everything he has, and I said like, please, for the love of God, sell this. Not because I know what's gonna happen, but it's just. First of all, you have it diversified, so even if you're right, you know, it was dumb luck by not diversifying. And you know, it was, I got him to sell like he bought it at, like a thousand. I I got him to sell at five hundred, and you know, it's, you know, a quarter of that now. It's it's uh, you know much less. So oh the, the point is, the point is, yeah, he lost his shirt on it. Uh, but every time it goes up like five to 10%, uh, he'll call me off and go, like, Oh, it's, it's making a rebound. You know, it's, it's going back up there. <laughs> and I tell him like, great, like wait for it to go back to where you sold it at. Right. <laughs> and then if you want you can. I mean, don't, don't try and the biggest fallacy that the people in finance are the, the people I give financial literacy classes once in a while, I volunteer and, and do that. Um, and the biggest fallacy that I see is people like to buy. Uh, buy on dips. You know, you, this is like the number one rule that you never do. You know, uh, people have like to get a good deal, and you know, value investors are always talking about, yeah, this thing, this thing is really cheap, and time to you know, jump in on it. Um, and I guess there's an argument to be made for that. I bought WorldCom really cheap. Uh, I don't know if you remember WorldCom. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, twenty Worldcom. years ago. Yeah, it was, it, it, it ev-
0: was... eventually everybody could buy WorldCom really cheap because it went to zero.
1: I'm a finance student at certain time, and I think I know something about finance. So I'm doing like book values and doing the math, and, and I was like, "Oh, WorldCom just went from 90 to to a buck 25. This is dirt cheap. Like, there's no way I can lose my money." And I and I bought, you know, I invested everything that I had at that point when I was, you know, 19, 20 or whatever. And the next morning, actually, that's not true. It was like 4 p.m. and then like they came out with this statement saying like all of our finances were bogus. You know, for, for the last 15 years. And it, you know, went down 90 percent. So that's how I learned my lesson: on buying cheap. Uh, if something is cheap, there's a reason why it's cheap. Uh, yeah. So people are saying it's a steal at 8,000 uh, because it was 20,000. That means, you know, you're getting a great deal on it, and, and that's just. And it pains me. I feel it in my gut. You know, the the 20 year old me feels the pain of these people. The 20 year old me who bought WorldCom at a 25 and you know lost his shirt feels the pain because. Um, and I don't see any of these currencies uh, making it just because the volatility hasn't subsided. I mean, if, if Bitcoin or any of these currencies stay at the same price, plus or minus 10% for a year or two, then maybe we can talk about, you know, what's going to happen. I don't know enough about uh, about taking over the majority of, of the ledgers uh, to make comment that, well, you know, that's okay because the Chinese government has so much power they can you know, they can set up 300,000 or whatever, a million, two million, uh, you know, miners that will keep the ledger yeah. uh, and thereby take, take it over. I, I just don't know enough about it to, to make that call. But it, that's another obviously, uh, that's another obvious uh, concern. So um, in short, that's my take on cryptocurrency as it is. I mean, you know, uh, I've been going to conferences, you know, for the last 10 years where people are talking about uh, you know, blockchain and how it's revolutionized everything, and it may have already revolutionized a lot of sectors that I'm not familiar with, but I have yet to see that. You know, um, so when it happens, I guess it'll happen.
0: I guess the I guess the thing that the the question to ask is like, if if we agree that potentially this is the future, when does it become the future? When does it become? What what do you want to see to be to say not even an investment, but basically just say, oh, okay, I got my. I got my savings in uh, in in crypto. Uh, does the dollar have to become a digital currency? I mean, it kind of already is, uh, etc. Right.
1: I mean, it's. I have. I'm. I'm very skeptical of many things. I, I've been doing a deep dive on Brexit recently, right? Um, and if you just very you do a very super superficial, uh, you know, uh, dive into Brexit, you realize that Brexit is just the biggest con, uh, you know. In in the last ten years, it's just a huge, huge con that you know a few politicians are are pulling on the British people and the European Union for that matter. And it just mm-hmm. it's hilarious. You know, I, I laugh it when I when I hear people say like, "Oh, we're, we're going to be free of the European Union. We're going to do this." I actually went to Belfast. I was in a cafe and I had some buddies with me, and there three guys sitting at a, at a uh, coffee shop. And I was like, "Let me ask them." So I asked them. I actually taped it. I asked them, "What do you think about Brexit?" One of them was like i have no idea i haven't been following it the other one's like i'm for staying in the european union because i love europe and the other one's like i want europe off our backs and just three of the I mean, complete opposite takes of these three guys uh but the second question if you ask them something specific they know nothing about it so the problem with with elections um and with referendum are with our friend our people don't know what they're voting for uh you know so um so that, there's that so I'm sorry, I kind of got sidetracked. We were talking about um, cryptocurrencies we got here. Oh, so, no, that's all right. In short, yeah. Here, so here's, the, here's my point. Here's the point with that. People with power will do anything they can to continue to hold on to power. Um, and this is very skeptical. I know it sounds really dark, uh, but that's just the reality. Um, you know, If you listen to, if you you know, do research on Enron or WorldCom or any of these, or Bernie Madoff or any of these guys or any of these companies, who pulled multi-billion dollar heists, you know? Um, You realize, well, they had power, or even Microsoft for that matter, you know? Like, uh, you know, Microsoft settled with the Justice Department in the the 90s, right? Uh, In the meantime, they paid lobbyists how much money to, uh, you know, to get those senators and congressmen elected? These are all, this isn't, these aren't conspiracy theories, these are all black and white, right? So, I mean, there's an election coming up in America. All these pharmaceutical companies are paying Money uh, are lobbying uh, these politicians. So uh, before I depress everyone out of their minds, um, uh, I think the future will come when when enough people make enough money off of the future. Um, okay. And before that, yeah, everyone else, I mean, like, let me just, just quickly, banking in America is, if you go to Europe or any other country in the world, banking is just so far ahead. FinTech is just so far ahead in the United States. Uh, it's ridiculous. And you know you you come to the United States and you try to do banking somewhere. It's like, why why is the United States in the Stone Ages when it comes to banking? It's because it hasn't been not in somebody's best interest uh, to adopt it yet, and that's that's on the mind, unfortunately.
0: Interesting. So it's yeah. so so somebody somebody who's already rich needs to make more money before they until they before they uh, Actually, they, they adopt these things.
1: Right. That that that's, that's the unfortunate uh, truth. But uh, I mean, that's what it appears to be currently, right?
0: All right, so the so the, the the podcast is supposed to be about the uh, the positive aspects of the future, ideally. Uh, okay. So so, okay. So, so 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 is there is there is there anything going on positive in, uh, oh, every,
1: in the future? Everything everything positive. Is, I mean, I I'm very optimistic. I mean, I just I just uh, someone was telling me how they're going on vacation somewhere. and I told them about Airbnb for the first time. I want to plug you know apps on your on your podcast, but you know I can't think of their competitors. Uh, and they were like, wow, this is amazing, you know? And, you know, I, I, travel a lot and that's made my life much easier. I mean, I've got a friend who's a huge Hyperloop fan. He's all about, you know, the Hyperloop is on its way and, uh, and I'm looking forward to that. Um, the last time I rented the car, it had this awesome, you know, these, uh, the, um, what are those, uh, the lane avoidance things and yep. the car practically drives itself, you know? So the future is great. Uh, th- there should be no doubt about that. Um, I've got a friend who's working on uh, liquid antennas, you know, so, you know, when you're on JetBlue or on any of these airlines that have these satellites and they turn and it like, you know, direct TV is out for 60 seconds. You have to wait until it turns. Uh, so people are revolutionizing these industries. Uh, and that's great. I mean, I just hope I'll be, I'll make it, you know. Uh, I mean, I grew up during the, uh, as you probably did as well, during you know, the back to the future age. I've been waiting for my uh, hoverboard for, you know, for 30 yep. years, uh, but I think we'll get there <laughs> soon.
0: Interesting. So, yeah, so, so, when do you expect we're going to have a
1: uh, hoverboard or whatever? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't like to. Uh, I try to uh, you know, have lowered expectations so I don't get really disappointed. But um, hopefully, in my lifetime, we'll see. You know, if if I I, I love a lot of stuff with all this stuff that uh, that uh, Musk is doing with uh, you know with these uh, with space technologies, and if 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 10 of what he says is true, then you know we're going to, the world is going to be a much smaller place real quickly. And that really excites me. So, uh, that'll be good.
0: Fascinating. All right. Yeah. Uh, this has been cool. So you're, uh, so what are you doing on uh, Turkey? You're just having some, uh, having some, um, what you we call it, baklava and,
1: and uh, hanging out or what's baklava, the plan? Yeah. Yes. I gained some massive weight. No, I, I <laughs> live here now. Um, I, uh, I moved here a few years ago. Uh, I, I lived in Hoboken for about a decade and then I, I moved here um so uh just it's i don't know just there there's some parts of the world that are much uh are much quicker at adopting some technology so uh, there's a you know we've got an engineering company out here and we do some stuff so right. uh it's really interesting but uh yeah that, that's the just essentially all
0: right uh, thanks for joining us it's been uh, it's been thank fun. you all Utopia. all right this has been i'm john biggs we will see you next week We're sponsored by Happy Fun Corp. Happy Fun Corp is a design-driven technology company in Brooklyn, New York, that specializes in building mobile and web applications for startups and Fortune 500 companies. Whether it's a new mobile or web application that will help people experience the internet in a fun new way, or software that will interface with a new piece of top-secret hardware, Happy Fun Corp is always up to the challenge. Big or small, Happy Fun Corp loves building software and loves working with great people. Come build with them. HappyFunCorp.com